Hey, Mama. How you doing? Good. I have a spontaneous question for you. It's just really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh and I are about to record, and we want you to be the person to decide what we speak about. What topic? Are you giving me options? No. You can choose can anything. Yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> You're on uh, record right now. What's spontaneous on the top of your head, Mom? Off the top of my head? You get, you get a, this is a first time, you get a, you can choose what you'd like. Golly, there's so many things. Do you have any ideas? I'm asking you. The importance of the words you speak. Yes. Thank you, Mom. Thank you very much. We appreciate You're that. You're welcome, guys. I can't wait to see you. I'm excited. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's got to go there recording. Coming in live from the SchmitzCon Show studio. That's right. Today we are doing a podcast. I do want to ask my next question. Do you have another question for me? Just not what's your favorite color. It's kind of a hard question. What we just talked about is very conversation. <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty good example. <laughs> I do not know any scientific answer to. There's your disclaimer, but I can speculate. We are not gods. We don't aim to be the best we aim to be extremely mediocre. <laughs> oh, are we recording? I mean, we could go for that. <laughs> okay. I'll edit that beginning part. But I say, I say, let's keep it going. I was talking all through that song. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> that's all right. Well, spontaneity. I, I edit that song at the, anyway, so nobody will know. Spontaneity is today's topic as you heard. No. The importance of what? The, your words. Your words. I love this topic. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, importance of words. I so, would like to say our words are very important. <laughs> so well, we have influenced somebody here on the SchmitzCon show. Ooh, I like the segue. Okay. Okay. Um, my beloved father, Carl Schmitz. Yeah, he is your father. <laughs> he is my beloved father. Uh, is he the beloved father? I don't think I can say that without being a heretic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, he was influenced so much by our story episode that, oh. that he went onto his phone. He opened up the Libby app, which is like a digital online library, and he downloaded two audiobooks, 1984 and Animal Farm. I would really, really like to read those. Um, I will have to download those as well yes. although i prefer physical copies that's true it's nice to have i can give you a physical made. copy do you have like, something i can borrow i have i can return books i think i have two copies of the book the so, importance of words so I, I, we know that our, <laughs> what a segue we know that our words will impact each other and how that impacted me is i forgot what i my words were uh but You're speechless. you just reminded me i am okay. speechless <laughs> <laughs> we just that is that says speechless about I'm words. Speechless right now. So did you know there Long is an silence. app? There is an app that cuts out pauses on podcasts. It's like four bucks. I bought it once to try it out. And did it work? Yeah. It works, but it's like through a different platform. Like it doesn't link to your Spotify. It like it's in it's it. Oh, I do have something to say actually. That's good because we're talking about importance of words yeah, So you have to say words. I just want all of our listeners on Stitcher to know that Stitcher is shutting down on August 29, which means our podcast will be available in one less place. Do we have any listeners on Stitcher? We do not. Okay. As far so, as I know, you can't find us on Stitcher anymore until August 29, I guess. Okay. So if you're, you're seeking a different platform. Stitcher is a platform which won't exist soon. Yes. So. Yes. You could listen to this episode on Stitcher, but not many more. We are not playing for time right now. We are just making small talk as we do in I, our kind of introduction segment. I agree. I agree. One more thing I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. What's it like to watch a website close? What do you mean website close? Well, so Stitcher is going down August 29. What if I logged on to Stitcher and I just sat there? And like maybe it's on auto refresh, so it'll refresh. If every it's on minute. auto refresh, it'll just eventually disappear. It'll sync, say like the link is no longer four hundred four, no valid, whatever. Yeah, but if you stay on a link and keep it open, yeah, and you don't like refresh or clear clear cache or anything, that's like time travel. Then it will stay. You know, I showed you uh, archive.org, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a very interesting tool. I appreciate it. If you are interested in previous words that were said, archive. 
that website. I don't know if it's .org or .com, whatever it is. It's like Time Machine. Not it's Time Machine. A, it's a Time Machine, basically, sort yeah. of. But what you, you can do, for example, is if you want to see what Apple's website looked like when they released the iPhone 3, you can do that. And then you, you can, can buy the, the day. I, You can also buy the iPhone 3. I attempted to, but it <laughs> eventually stops you. <laughs> it, it gets to your card number. It's like, actually... Actually, we can't buy these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little late, mm. maybe. Mm. A little bit late for the iPhone. That's okay. Power so, in power in words, is that we could call the that important? This? Yeah, power in words. I made a short film called Power in Words. Um, not my proudest work, but the shots looked nice. What was your the, inspiration? My inspiration was uh, I think I even wrote it in my phone. Mom always said, Your words have power. And that's true because they they do. And the film depicts a um, a girl named Sharon talking about, oh, your words have power. Another girl named Brenda, played by my sister, um, who was like, yeah, you're stupid. And then Sharon goes out and says all of these things that break her down. Like, I'm never going to get anything done because of she like has this mindset of blaming it on her friend. But she is uh, consistently... I'm messing up because of the words she speaks aloud and it it really you watch it like destroy her it just ends in destruction she spills her coffee and then she realizes her mistake but it was to take that phrase your words have power to a very literal clear sense that was the purpose of the film okay um let's expand on that then all right let's do it so the idea of this that your words have power now, power is kind of an interesting... I'm trying to just go where I can think of right now. I wonder why we say words of power. Is that like strength behind them or is it just meaning all the above? Ooh. I'm just trying to evaluate that statement as uh, kind of a uh, foreshadowing to our next season. Statements and sayings, right? Statements and yes, foreshadowing to our next season. Um, somebody knows what we're talking about. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> you'll yeah, just wait, you wait, will find wait, out. find out. Um, I was talking yeah. about power and yes, what it means. It, it means that it's true. When you speak something out loud, you are prone to believe it more. And not only are you able to believe it, people around you who hear you are able to uh, believe that or understand that. So um, we're going to escalate this very quickly to the spiritual realm. Uh, wow. <laughs> very quickly. So if the devil will take the words you say, now I feel like I'm on like a preacher's podcast, uh, and and um, use that against you. Like, okay, you said that you're never going to be able to learn to swim. I'm going to put every obstacle in your way to keep that mindset up just to, you know, drive you crazy, annoy you, and um, cause you to, well, not be able to swim cause you to um, believe that negative thing because that can snowball into another negative thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it can be people taking it farther. So uh, words do have power, but I would also argue that sometimes it's unintentional and it's all in someone's head that it's dependent on how far they take it. So if I say something, let's say I'm like, you know, I don't like your... I don't know your shirt, although your shirt picks are very good. Thank you. Almost all the time. <laughs> but imagine you take, I say almost all the time and suddenly you start thinking um, about like, oh, you know, one time I didn't mention your shirt and you thought that was a terrible shirt. I don't like the way you look. You need to stop to like, you start escalating things in your mind and the words have power, but unintentionally. So that begs the question, like how far should we like control what we say? Like, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Your words have power, but unintentionally. So when you're using that word the most of the time, that's saying most of the time that somebody's taking the other end of the, well, every now and then my shirt sucks or is not to Asher's standard. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> sure. Like you just okay. start escalating things in your mind and you think you dwell you're maybe on start, the negative. Like, you start thinking like maybe you don't, you know, you're not, on par with your uh, your clothing game, the the mm. newest drip. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Um, but you start building up this image in your mind that like I don't like the way you look or something. Whatever it is, 
it goes further and further and further, right? Yeah, but I would argue that doesn't make sense to like have me stop what I'm saying because you feel like uncomfortable. Like we didn't get this far in you know life by being comfortable the whole time. Like you kind of got to suck it up sometimes, but also like why should I have to have my speech be compelled to like make you comfortable? You should the best not. questions <laughs> are asked and answered in an uncomfortable way because it allows you to stand back and have to take your own, you know, self image and your own pride out of the situation and look to solve the problem regardless of how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, do you see what I'm trying to go for? Kind of. You lost me a little at the last part. I do have something to say that I think can contribute to this. You're talking about, um, you, here's the thing. You don't have to tailor Oh, look, I'm building an imaginary scenario in my head. You don't have to tailor all your words to please me. It's all about kind of how I see and how I take what you, uh, what you just said to me about my shirt choice. I like to say this, or at least I think this a lot in my head. This is kind of extreme, but it's kind of true. There are always intentions to offend somebody, but more often offense is taken than given. So when you say, I like your shirt most of the time, that's probably meant to be a compliment. That's meant to say, wow, this man, he knows what he's doing when he dresses. But if I take that and say, ooh, most of the time he doesn't, like, that's me taking offense to that. Well, it also sounds like just a pessimistic attitude in general. That too. That, that you're that always too. looking Please. as if someone's trying to hurt you. Like there's people are, I mean, most people I say are, you know, there's lots of evil in the world, right? Yes. Most people aren't that like bad you would say but there's so much so much evil in the world and you're choosing to look at the negative side of your purpose it almost sounds like you want to be offended i think a lot of people look for something to be angry about absolutely i look for things to be sad about i look for things to um and sometimes and then there's the other times where it's like okay you look for things to be excited about so the how can we connect this to power and words being trying to twist people's words to tailor to the feelings you want to feel? Yeah. Tw just generally twisting what people like, say. So to, to it's make, almost, we're kind of on an interesting side of yeah, words have power right now. Yeah. Victimship is what I'll say. That's a word I victimship made up. Victimship or hood. I think it's victimhood. Victim, victimhood? Victimship. Either way. Know, victimship, whatever the word is. Victimism. Victimizing. <laughs> you're being the victim. You're be, you're, yeah. But people like being the victim. I, I don't know if it's they love that more people can sympathize or pity or play along with them, feel bad for them. Maybe it's an attention grab. I think it's that. Um, I don't really like feeling that way. Like I, like, I don't try and be the victim. I can sometimes just have fun and be like the butt of a joke. Right. right? That's fine. But you choosing to be offended by something I said because you know full well I don't have negative intentions with that statement. Right. If, most you know, I would most assume of the time your shirts look great. Most people don't compliment. have negative intentions. But there's some who would be looking for like wanting to twist what I say. And even though it's kind of an extreme example is taking something as light as that and you know twisting it to be bad. Because we also know each other really well so it's yep. like I, you know I wouldn't mean it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of what narcissistic thinking, narcissistic thinking, narcissistic, unless you're talking but, about the other thing. But I think we've gotten to the point then, because do you think it's always been like this? Where being the victim is the desired part. Like I like being a champion. Yeah. So I like being like, I don't like being cruel. I like being good and you know, what's the word? Righteous. If I can be righteous, righteous, <laughs> dude. So, um, that makes me laugh. <laughs> I like, um, doing the right thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I like not taking people to litter. I like just taking my own like self pride out of this pretty much every situation. Cause it doesn't really help me most of the time for sure. Uh, but why would people feel the desire to pull themselves into being the victim? So I'm going to add a little more information to this. I have heard this said before, um, where there's in every area of conflict and every little conflict thing, this is a generalization, but in a lot of conflict situations, there are uh, three people involved. There is the victim, there is the 
like the the accuser, I guess, and then there's the rescuer. And the rescuer, that's that might be, I don't know, the victim. The victim is kind of like almost the center of attention, okay? Like, you have insulted me for my poor choice in shirts, and I'm feeling terrible about this. I know I need a rescuer. So I look to one of my parents, one of my beloved parents, and they say, oh, all of your shirts are great. And I'm kind of here like, now I'm using you and my parents as pawns against each other. Like, well, look what my mom just said. <laughs> and you're telling me, what are you telling me that you know more than her? So the victim now is in control. I think that's, that's a victimship attitude where the victim- it, Controlling. Can, controlling, yeah. They get that control over things. And it doesn't always work. If you tried to play that off as the victim, then that that's not going to work. You're going to say, well, I didn't mean, now you're accusing me. Well, now you've got two people against you as. I think being the victim has turned into being the position of power. If you can be the victim, you can get the pity and the people feeling guilty for maybe something they said. If that person would feel that way. So we go back to our example of me saying your clothes look nice most of the time. Uh, and then you're like, you know, feeling all bad about it and you get angry and like, you don't even like the way I look. If I choose to participate <laughs> in that drama, that won't fix Ooh. it. Cause you're not looking for me to be like, I'm sorry. I said that I'm, right. I really do think everything looks great. You want me to continue to give you the attention and rise the drama. Yeah. So, it's a very, it's like advantageous to be the victim right now. I don't know if that's been for all time, but I think, I really don't know how to explain this. I get People like saying. attention. I just don't have that. Like, I can't relate to that. But you choosing to, like, be upset about something and get upset back with me, you're not looking for me to resolve the situation most of the time if that was your attitude no i just want attention there you just want attention at that point and then now this person who did the causing you would say even though they didn't do anything wrong they either choose to feel guilty for something they didn't actually do which i think is just kind of like i don't know if it's cowardly because now you're just trying to affirm the person and their beliefs to like calm them down or you can be the strong person and not apologize for things you don't need to apologize for. And that's going to hurt maybe a little bit because you don't want to be mean to the person. But it's better to do that to be a good influence. To be like, I'm not going to put up with this. Yeah. So there's, we can, I guess I would conclude that words do have power um, in the sense that they can be taken farther than what they actually Ooh. intend. Yeah. There's, um, but that's we can real. also put malice behind words. Malice behind words. Words and strength. Full, like actual Negative. intent. Because we, yeah. we had no intent in the last one. Like right, that one was like, I'm trying to give this man a compliment, and he's just being a victim. Is it okay to be a victim in a malice words context? Well, if you we haven't even defined anything yet, malice. You are. I'm hurting you purposely. Yeah. yeah, you know my words. You know, as it says in the word, like your tongue is a flame. Uh huh. Right. Yep. So, if I, you know, say like, I find your like personality like really off-putting, and I don't like how, you know, kind of happy and joyful you are. Like it's just it's annoying to me. You need to like, I just say something like almost personally hurtful to right. you, and you're like I. You don't like to hear that. I don't like to hear that. And that needs to be dealt with. I'm trying with. to hurt hurt you. So you're the victim of my uh, malicious words. I had right. malicious intent, right? Right. In that case, I don't see what's wrong with being yeah, the victim. That, but you're it's just, just there. You're it's not, what you choose. You're not necessarily. That's just a position. Mm. Now, I could say, I could say, oh, Billy on the street told me that I, all those things about me, he hates me, whatever. I could brush that off. I don't know Billy on the street. Billy on the street saw me one time, shook, shook his head at me, and I said, screw it, dude. I don't care about what you say. 
Now, if that's why people need to realize you can pick your nose while driving, because when people see you, they'll never see they'll you never again. See. I like that uh, extra words of wisdom. Yeah, words of wisdom. Pick your nose. Do whatever things you got to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to an extent. And then... To an extent. <laughs> no, don't shoot people. <laughs> um, who's the victim then? But if you, as one of my best friends, saying, yeah, Josh, you're awful. Your personality brings me down. Your happiness brings me down. First off, that's that's a sad place to live. Yeah. <laughs> but also, also, I would take more offense to that. That's something I would want to resolve. I'm personally, I don't think I would necessarily. Well, I wouldn't say that. So if I actually did somehow say it with. If, you'd if you probably want to no, approach me and be like. Hey, this doesn't seem like something you would say. It is something I want resolved. I don't think it's something I would I would feel comfortable sitting and stewing about. But that's where the rescuer can come in as a um, what's the word? Not a backup, but like if I try to approach you, you say the same thing again. We could pull a Matthew eighteen and bring someone else in with it, and then if that doesn't work, well, too bad. <laughs> Friendship over, big sad. No more Schmidt's con show. Well, I don't think it's a, I think it's more so that we just try and resolve it. Mm -hmm. But that's a kind of more mature way to take this is resolve it. Yeah. That rather than victimize over it. Right. But we can take it the other way. You sit and stew. And now you can, you can't, so you don't even have to exaggerate the situation. You can legitimately, like most people would feel upset if someone were to say something like that to them, like directly trying to just throw a jab at them. Uh Like it doesn't make you feel comfortable. Some people can brush it off because they don't know the person or maybe they like are like, I guess I don't have to care about this person anymore. Kind of go like down to kind of a darker route. Like I say, let's say I say this terrible thing to you and you're like, Asher's not a real friend. Then I don't have to care about what he says. And you just shut me out of your life. Right. Without like actually approaching me about yeah. it that would be a lack of what's their empathy a lot no mm. I don't know about empathy. it'd be a lack of like care because i would yep. i would also realize through that like i said this terrible thing to you and i'd probably stew about it and i'd probably feel terrible about it later and then suddenly i go back to apologize and you've shut me out because of your own like what's the word not offense maybe out offense. of my own yeah. Um. Oh, you're just like worst case scenario. You lose care, right? I don't know what the word is. There's a word Care-less. somewhere. Careless. No. Well, you're showing you've never like if you just are quick to drop the whole friendship. It's like then it almost makes me feel like was he not genuine about this right, either? Right. That everything was very just whoops gone here and gone, which is. That would make me see you so much differently if you did that. I was like, who is this person? This person is false. Yeah. Like, I w- like, and that one, I would say this terrible thing to you, right? I feel guilty. You shut me out suddenly. Mm-hmm. I start feeling guilty more, and I'm like, I got to go apologize. And I realize you've shut me out. Now my thought of you is like, this person is fake. Yeah. And now, now where are we? tragedy tragedy take me back to 1984 no yeah um it's there's power in that words right there in words but also there's power in the intent or my least favorite is when there's a situation like we're both angry at each other when both of us want a resolution but neither of us are like each of us thinks the other is like in the wrong and yeah there's that we both think i think you're in the wrong you think i'm in the wrong but also i think you want nothing to do with me you think i want nothing to do with you and the opposite is true we both want something to do with each other oh so now we avoid each other but as a miscommunication sort of i suppose yeah that's that might be rarer oh it's less common it's still okay. worth discussing obviously. for sure I just i guess in my own personal experience I guess there's a lot of miscommunications, but there's things to that like extent, that. usually my kind of frustration with someone doesn't go to that extent. I try and resolve things. Yes. 
uh, as best as I can. And if the person has shut me out, uh, I don't hold or harbor like negative feelings toward the person anymore. Mm-hmm. I just realize that the person's on their own path and, you know, I forgive them for what they said to me and yeah. I've, you know, repented of my ways. Yep. Uh, I wish them the best and you just have to move on. You just have to do that. And it is rough, but it is something that you have to do. Okay. So you're saying these, okay. That's what my solution would be if, yeah. if we both like were angry at each other, uh-huh. I didn't communicate or I tried to communicate and you did nothing. Or are you saying if we're both I'm just, saying if we're, neither of us are talking to each other, incident happens. Wow. That was cold. Done. Done. But, but maybe you think I did something and I think you did something when really it was just a miscommunication. Like you, for some reason, meant to say that to somebody else. I don't know how that would go over. Um, <laughs> or if like, if you, you were just trying to be sarcastic, I took that the wrong way. I think you're at fault for saying something. You think I'm at fault for not understanding your sarcasm, and which would normally make me laugh, but maybe I'm on an off day, so I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we go our separate ways. Think being, this is all hypothetical. It's we all go. hypothetical. Yeah, it's just hard to imagine because we're pretty true. close. True. So I imagine with us, since we're this you know close of friends, it would be strange if neither of us reached out. I think we would yes. probably reach out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I have confidence in that. But we're talking hypothetically. Hypothetically. For the sake of power and words. Well, it's hard to do hypothetically because I'm like, hypothetically, what would I do if yeah. I, I just have to be a different person? Right. Well, let's use different people. Let's say Ted and Fred. Ted and Fred. Okay. Ted and Fred. I'm Fred and you're Ted. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just going to use the names of Ted and Fred. Okay. So Fred, Fred <laughs> says to Ted, hey, you're fat. And normally Ted would laugh at this joke, but uh, today he didn't. Today he took that as offense, and Ted he said, "No, you're ugly," or something. Or yeah, maybe they start playing around. It goes too far. All right, Fred and personal. Ted they get upset with each other. Uh, Ted tries to get into his very small car, but he is a very big man, so it takes a second. <laughs> I'm do- sorry, I shouldn't. Laugh. I'm going to laugh. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. I'm trying to make you laugh. Then he drives off. George. This is. I thought this was Ted. Maybe oh, George. I thought it was George. I don't know. I call him Ted. You can call him George. He can be buying Jed. names. Um. <laughs> anyway, you drive or not you? Ted, Fred, fat guy drives off, <laughs> and uh, and his drug dealer of a car with no wheel wells and. Wheel caps, wheel caps, whatever it's called. Hub caps, yeah. Hub caps. I'm trying to remember the names of these car parts. Anyway, um, really, they were both just trying to joke around with each other, but it went in the wrong direction. It got personal, and Fred's mad at Ted. Ted's mad at Fred. Um, but also, they neither of them want to be in this state, but they both think that the other does want to be uh, angry forever, and they never talk again. well I can see that situation playing out and I think it's just unlikely I guess it's no I think it's likely people are uh, people will separate each other from each other all the time they'll separate themselves all the time and Uh it's unfortunate because a lot of things I think could be resolved easily uh, if you're you could take your own pride and offense out of it Mm -hmm. in the case of Ted and Fred that's something they'll have to come to terms with with themselves before they come back to each other, I would think. Because that sounds like an issue with both of them inside. Choosing to be offended and be angry. Now, what would draw a person to want to feel angry? Like, now you're you are positioning yourself as the victim, right. but you no longer get the attention of the other person. Ooh. What's advantageous about being angry at the other person, choosing not to talk to them? Is it like last ditch effort to like hurt the person. Ooh. Even though the, the problem is so even hard. though the person doesn't care. The person doesn't care and you don't want to hurt the person. And uh something just feels good about being upset. And um that's where that's where a mindset 
power, that's more mindset power can come in and actually make you upset. You got to like kind of shift your mindset to like, Hey, that was a good run. Um, if, if like the worst comes to worst, I make new friends. See you later, Fred. But obviously that's not easy to do. It could take some well, it's time. T- I think it takes time to recover from Absolutely. something like that. Now, what do you think should uh, our attitudes be in this situation? So either, I'm trying to think of a more serious example well, than... I just mean uh, in general. Like, than what's your words. What's your advice, let's say, to someone who's asking about this? Right. Like, this person said something, what should I do? They said something to me I did not like. Go for the happy ending. Make it a pleasant story. A reference back. I'll call back as that was that's the call. Um I think the the best advice I suppose I could give is um yeah, try to try to go make amends. The worst that happens is you're just insulted again, which could hurt more, but you know that you did everything you possibly could to um try to save this friendship. Well, I think that position also takes like you have to make sure you've humbled yourself to like acknowledging your own faults in the situation. That's also important. that's happened. Yeah. And you have to, yeah, you just have to acknowledge that and choose to be different. That's what I would, I would advise. Uh, yeah. Just make the situation end as best as you can. And if it can't end in a very happy way, at least know that you did what you could Everything in your power you could in your power to, try and make it work and you're open to having the person back if they eventually want to yeah communicate again whatever that is right yeah <sighs> so i think that takes a lot of yeah what's the word selflessness so ooh, yep some selflessness uh humility um understanding a tender heart i suppose you could say like hey um neither of us were right but right now that's not what you're, you're not trying to throw shade at the other person you're trying to say hey i definitely like messed up somehow maybe i don't know exactly how but i did and i don't want this to be uh you know separating our friendship you know right and then and yeah then, like at least send that I'd, text that you're ready to like you're you've realized this by yourself you like to chat yeah and if you want to chat, you know how to get a hold of me. Yep. And then, and then sometimes the person won't respond. Yeah. And you have to just realize that you did everything you did. I have that with a client right now, actually. Mm. I'm waiting to hear from a client. I actually have to tell a, another person that I'm subcontracting with. Anyway, that dabbling into my own little ditty right there. I'm a balloon twister. What about hidden meaning behind words? I gave mm. non unintentional. What about hidden meaning? Hidden meaning, like a, like a um. Oh, here's one that gets me every time. But I hate when people tell me because here's my thought process when I hear it is, you're funny. I hate that. You don't laugh. You just say, ah, you're funny. Maybe they mean no intention, but for me, if I were to use that, here's a, here, I'll give you another one in just a second. For me, if someone were to use that, it would be like, this, this is how I see it. I see it as that, that was a pathetic attempt at trying to make me laugh. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Get off the pedestal. Yeah, it's like <laughs> meaning, like sw- small words, big impact. Yes. So, but it is a little bit more intentional this time. Another one. Wow, that's crazy. Well, that's cool, man. <laughs> Either one of those. Overexcited. Like, it's, it's passive aggressive, I think, yeah, in some way. That's, because that's what I mean. Like, yeah. if you're like, dude, that drink was so good. Like, you're, I'm almost like, I'm trying to get you off my back or something. So I'm like, yeah. oh, that's crazy. Like, you're legitimately excited to tell me I'm about like, something. Whoa, guys. And you- I'm being very dismissive of what you're saying i'm being careless i'm not acknowledging what you're saying at least yeah dude that's cool like i almost and i'm openly being not caring Mm -hmm. about what you're saying i'll throw an example out there i'll start telling you a cool story about 
uh, how I was, I was learning to do this jump in the pool, right? It was wild, absolutely wild. I got like six feet up in the air off the diving board. And then the jump is, uh, you can jump in anytime, of course. The jump is where you like, where you jump off the diving board into the pool. I guess I'm not picking up on what okay. you're saying. Okay, you're going to throw a wow, that's crazy in there. Oh, okay, so I see. This, I was, this, I was yeah, no, that's okay. I understand. That's okay. So you get about six feet up into the air, right? And then... So, and yeah, then, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, the jump yeah, is... Did you hear about... Like, I started talking looks, to someone else. Right, it looks like you're about to, like, do a belly flop, but then you just barely twist Dude, yourself crazy. in the air. Yeah, I know, right? And then you twist and you kind of like dive in. Yeah, Earlier, yeah, I was cool. trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I smacked my legs a few times. It hurt so bad. And then I just give you like a... <laughs> you just give you a weird look. I'm trying to like... I wish this was a video I'm podcast. showing disinterest. Yeah. But I'm not... I shouldn't do it that way. Like, the point isn't to fake your like emotions. Uh-huh. But... It's almost disrespectful. Absolutely. Absolutely. If I'm saying something you're just actively trying to get away from what I'm saying, like Wow, that's if you have crazy. something of actual importance, then maybe that's different. But being like, Oh, that's crazy. It's very like Yeah, I didn't, it's putting you that's, that's a putting good you below a person. I get I kinda get what you're saying, yeah. And you're trying to like it's a good thought. <laughs> it's like I get annoyed because you're not caring about what I'm right. saying. And it's I am caring. And you don't even if you don't care. You could at least have the, you know, respect to at least, you know, give eye contact. Maybe not make smart comments like that because that'll get you nowhere. What kind of smart? <laughs> and then I would just, and then we can have a talk about attitude and stuff. And if you don't want to listen, then yeah, come back when you feel like listening because yeah. the world's going to kick your butt. One of, um, I guess I can call him. A friend now that I'm graduated. Youth pastor Benjamin Lepsch. Benny. Ben, I call him Benji now. I call him Benny. Benny. I think Benny. <laughs> Benny, Benji, Benjamin. Uh, he always says, um, what does he say? He says, like, there is absolutely no win in being sarcastic. Like, where is the positivity in being sarcastic? Unless, he, I may disagree with him right here. There's but, humor. Sometimes humor, sometimes, but like does it ever make humor. you just feel really good about yourself? No, you're not doing anything <laughs> positive, right? It's almost being negative, but it's like hidden negativity. Sure, yeah, I, yeah. The part where I might disagree with him is where you get overly excited about something that may not be necessarily, but you're hyping it up. So, if we're talking about while well, I'm looking so just at a ads, pool, yeah, like so. So you, I'm going to see if I can like give you an example and we'll just try to play off of each other. So you start talking about something, I guess. Like an excited way, like too excited about it? Well, not quite. It starts out very simple, basic, normal. For sale, we are now offering in this new season of summer, these new blue swimsuits. They're a little bit different from our Whoa. navy blue ones blue, last week. Blue swimsuits? Blue swimsuits. Oh, I love, you know what's the best thing about blue swimsuits? You go in the pool and you just blend in with everything. The blue liner on the wall, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you, you can blend in. It's almost like, oh, you know, it's why there's crazy and hide and seek games with that stuff, right? Right. And I could play along in what you're saying. Yeah. And that's where and we the, feed I don't off see, of each other. Yeah. And that, I don't think that's wrong. I think your intentions are good. Positive. Um, I think that's much less common for typical sarcasm. Absolutely. It's like, dude, that comment was super important, what you just said. <laughs> I know, right? One little word can make a huge difference. Yeah, you make a huge difference right now in this podcast. Like, see... <laughs> that felt really cold. <laughs> see, it can feel cold. Like, yeah. even though I'm just repeating what you're saying, my tone <laughs> and expression does not indicate that. So it's not just words. I'm... I'm putting you down by giving your your uh, what's the word enthusiasm about the situation. Yeah. I'm make I'm throwing it in your face. Yep, and or making it a joke. Like your enthusiasm is misplaced, and you shouldn't feel this way about it. And it's ridiculous that you do. And it's like trying to do something personal, like like really just tear it up. In I'm pieces, I'm shreds doing, it's on the ground. I'm tearing you down when I do that with the. Tree chopper. 
What are those called? What are the giant tree ones? Oh, the mulchers. <laughs> the, tree mulchers. The, I don't know. Yeah. The huge arms that just mow a tree down. Is that what I, I'm talking know? about like, the you got like the little mini trees and the bushes and the fields. Oh, the hedge trimmer. No. And then you ride in it and it like, it's like a lawnmower, but for trees. I've never seen that. You showed me it. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. It. I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's got like some weird animal name to it. Oh, brush hog. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the brush hog. The brush hog. That's what you're doing for this situation right now. Yeah, it's like, dang, man, you have to be so mean about it. <laughs> for sure. So sarcasm can link in this a lot. Not just so, with words, but with tone. Well, yeah, the point in the sarcasm is the tone. Is, is the tone. I think there's lighthearted sarcasm, like where mm-hmm. we both know we're joking. Uh, where you, like you can be excited about your car or something i this first thing i think about you tell me you're so excited about you know having hood struts okay like, yeah. dude, hood struts are so cool i have one that's built into my car it's called like a it's called an arm that you just put up and, and it doesn't don't break, break. <laughs> like you know that's like funny. yeah yeah i know yeah I know. but it's like i don't have like negative intentions i'm like playing right, along as a joke right, absolutely <laughs> um or just you know the humor we talk when we're driving down the road. Like, you should you should hit that that dog. Like, or that, Dude, hit, that hit that dog. Yeah. Hit that dog. And then we say okay, and we okay. Or, then we don't oh, do it's anything just like about it. Looking like I'm gonna rear in the car. I'm like, I'm like, dude, watch this, watch this, watch. It's it <laughs> looking like I'm about to just destroy someone's parked car. Of course, I'm never gonna do that. Right. I have plenty of time to avoid it. Yep. But it's like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, like just the, just, like, that's a in joke. reality, of course, it's a terrible thing to do. <laughs> and you just shouldn't do that. But yeah. however, it's lighthearted. It's not meant to hurt anyone. For sure. It's meant to accept the person in the car. Yeah. Oh. But, um, Aha. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I liked your pun early about the ham. Oh, <laughs> that was good. Puns are very uh, good. But back to words having power. Having power. I'm trying to think of other examples. There are literal power in words, like what I kind of alluded to at the beginning of... Like if you electrocute someone while they're talking, they have power (laughs) in their words. Power in their words. (laughs) Powerful words. Whoa. Ecstatic. (laughs) Yes. I love this. Um... But if I say, oh, I'm I'm going to fail at this flip. I'm going to. I'm letting that get to my head. Something about saying it out loud makes me hear it, puts me in that mindset. Well, you start to believe it. You start to believe it. Absolutely. You need three positive things to outdo a negative thing, or at least that's what the legends tell you. So. Sight. <laughs> source. Sight, source. Source. Uh, <laughs> mother. <laughs> that is my. Mother. Mother okay. is my source. Um. Or probably one of those like inspirational preacher ladies. Preacher ladies? I don't believe in women preaching. <laughs> was that sarcasm? I don't even know. Was I don't that dabble a in dark that. sarcasm. Because you don't sarcasm. actually believe in women. I don't believe they exist. <laughs> <laughs> so like, dude, I it's heard all this. An dude, you want to hear what I heard from this woman preacher that I thought was awesome? <laughs> what did you hear? <laughs> And then I say nothing. Like, it's a terrible thing to do. Terrible. I love terrible dark humor. Like it's that. terrible dark humor. So it's meant lighthearted, and I'm not actually like. Right. This, this, we're making fun we of a controversy. controversy about things later. We're making fun of a I, controversy but, that is out there. But I like controversial jokes because the discomfort of other people. Of other people. If they get that you're being sarcastic, it's great. When they don't, it can get a little awkward. But I love the dark jokes because you laugh about something that you usually. Right, you know, think it's hard like this is a serious time. joke. But if you can make humor out of it, then you right. can almost kind of calm yourself down. You're choosing to be yeah. like, oh, he's making you know funny joke about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. My favorite though is when you get uh one that insults, not insults, but like it plays onto both sides. So I'm not gonna try to recreate a joke actually, but it plays onto both sides. So we make a joke. Um, that mentions something the Democrats would do and something the Republicans would do. I didn't take a side. I just made fun of both of them in the same joke. 
right? Okay. Yeah, that's that's my favorite. <laughs> I love it when that because everyone sits there like, wait, can you say that? Hey, can well, you say? Oh, yeah. Well, unfortunately, I think a lot of people today are very so personally bound to their like political views yeah. that they almost take personal offense when you make fun of a party, like a political party. It yep. almost is like you're insulting them directly yeah. when you're just making light of things. So I think people need to pull away their like personal, like they rope themselves to everything about this thing. And when you insult the thing, you're insulting them. So like if you, it's like if I'm choosing to be offended because you don't like the uh, color of my hair or not, that's not a good example. Uh, the color of my shoes. Okay. And I'm insulted. I think you are upset at me and I'm choosing to be offended about like, you don't like how I look ever. I'm, you know, you, know, you think I look stupid or whatever, however I take it. Yep. Or let's go even more materialistic. Uh, my vehicle. You don't like my tan oh, car. Your tan car. And I'm like, <laughs> imagine I like, there's some people who will be like, are you kidding me? Tan's great. And then I almost get offended like you insulted me. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like, it's just a car. But somebody else plays into it and they think you're like throwing some shade at them. Yeah. If I'm like, Josh, I don't like that your car is green. Right. And you're like upset at me for saying something (laughs) like that. You've had more green cars than I have. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, No, I hear what you're saying. I think. But if we go to political parties and I'm like, Republicans do this you know, ridiculous thing. Just some whatever witty joke about Republicans. Uh-huh. And then someone gets offended. It's a joke. Right. And you're not... Yes, you... Learn to You have beliefs in this system, but you are not like the system itself. You don't have to be offended on behalf of the entire political party. <laughs> right. I think it's funniest when it's like, okay, maybe uh, a company will do something um, to try to like support this is like the most common um like support the african-american community or the black community as otherwise known and all these white people will stand up for for something that somebody did and the black people don't care they're laughing you know what i'm saying sure i mean i can see what you're saying yeah you you can, you can put any race in there. Any but, ra- um, right, anything in there, unless you're white. There goes like, like group A. The joke is about group A, but group B is offended. But group A is not offended. I think group B is offended cultural for group A. Appropriation. Okay. You know what that is? It's mm-hmm. like apparently like the idea that it's offensive if I wear like let's say a sombrero. Okay. Because I'm somehow like offending something that's supposed to be um yeah exclusive to you know mexican or just latin american south american right. mostly i would say probably just mexican mostly this. mexican so people get upset at me because i'm wearing a sombrero that's like why do that mexicans wear sombreros and all the mexicans are they don't the, care you're partying with the mexicans yeah, I'm partying with the mexicans but this lady who's you know not mexican just, and her name just, is karen we could argue about the karen <laughs> thing but um whoever this lady is like she's not a mexican and she's not whatever it doesn't really matter what she is but she's getting upset at you for doing something that that community is they don't have a problem with it they really i'm partying with the mexicans and this lady comes up to me and she's like you shouldn't be wearing the sombrero everyone else there doesn't care yeah you're choosing to be offended on behalf of a community that doesn't even support your offense because you've tied yourself to a set of beliefs doesn't line up with what they actually think yeah that is exactly the point i'm trying to make so thank you for clarifying that with a very realistic example i think we need to get asher sombrero i'll start a gofundme <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm, someone gonna get offended so yeah any more uh power in words we need to talk about i think we've talked about a lot of well things, we've talked about a lot of different scenarios power. scenarios i like that We've done a lot of scenarios. 
talked about. But I think overall, power in words is like, oh, we've given our advice. We've given our advice. You want to give our unadvice, our disadvice? Well, I would just, sarcastic I would just encourage not to be offended and end things correctly if you have to do that. But that's just in a relationship. I think... Be careful with what you say. It's obvious well, that's what you'll I believe. I think you just have right? to think about what people say to you or what people say in general. If people are giving propaganda, rhetoric, whatever their, yeah. whatever their statements are, you have to examine them as a person... Try and pull your own emotional, like your own attachments to anything out of it. Your own, just be selfless about it, right? Yeah. Examine what they say for what they say. See how it lines up with factual statements or your own personal experiences. Like if it's like a relationship, mm-hmm. see if things line up. Like we say here in the Schmidt's show, stay informed. And always loop back. Well, that's part of it too. We're going back into lower IQ mode. Do, 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 do. You know what occurred to me? What occurred to you? Uh, did you uh, remind me what section I'm on today? I did not. On. I told you I had a what deal? I had deal a the what? Good call. I had a good question for what's the deal uh, that the I kind of mentioned the deal what's. So, so if you can think of an icebreaker question, that would be. I can come up with one spontaneously. All right. Well, I'll start off with what's the deal? I run. What's the deal? Not really. I run a lot, and I run past a house. Um, and this house, at the side of it, looks like it has a few repairs on it. It has black siding. Except for maybe five or six boards that are all kind of close to each other. You call them boards, right? Siding, siding boards. Like, is it wood or is it vinyl? I think it's vinyl. The ones okay. that... Made, so, no, siding. It's siding, Let's yes. Call it vinyl. It's, it's, it's just on siding. the side. It might not even be vinyl, because... There are about six there that are, they like look like wood. They're wood colored. But then the other ones are all like painted black. I think, oh, maybe they just did a repair. It's too lazy to repaint, whatever. Is it there on purpose? That's my question. Because I walked around that house and there were some parts that looked very purposefully wooded. And then there was some more spontaneous, like wooded ones that just in clumps on the side of the house. But this majority black. I don't think there was like something bad that happened on all on the three sides of the house I can see. So I'm kind of wondering what's the deal? Is it a style choice? Is it a what what's the deal? Bad taste. Bad taste or something happened, but I don't think something happened. I think it's poor taste. Poor taste. There's lots of ugly houses out there. That's true. Uh you know what we don't need back? But actually this is <laughs> kind of a throw at your house, like a throw and a punch. Oh, okay, yeah. Your house. I don't like the half siding, half bricks. Oh. I think it's ridiculous. I think you could have a house one way, and then if you're going to have like, I don't know, like a garden or like some fencing, sure, make it bricks. I don't care. But mixing it in is kind of weird. Yeah, I'm more of a, a fan of, of like, make it siding and then have your like natural stone path or whatever. Ooh. Mm. Mm. I remember you talking Very about good. making that stone path at your old house. I did make a stone you path. You made a lot of I made a few stone, stone paths. paths. That, was, that was a rough summer. <laughs> yeah. What is the yeah. deal? I think it's bad taste. What bad do you taste? think? I think, I mean, it looks like it, their house got like burned and then they wanted to fix it. Like it looks bad. So I'm saying bad taste. Your words have power. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm offended that you would think that's wrong. You are offended that I I'm think offended on people oh, with bad taste in my gosh. Oh, well, that's crazy. <laughs> it's hard that's to play absolutely along crazy. It's so many different just tie everything uh, positions in. I'm having to but jump to. Everything. I think I'm gonna get in my car and leave. Dude, what's the deal with you talking still? Oh <laughs> I'm laughing, not crying. Mm, yeah. <laughs> The interesting mixed emotions. Yeah, I think this would have been a perfect video episode. Something we still need to work on. Yes. So, in terms of the icebreaker, in what the is ice- the least ideal Dorito flavor? The least ideal Dorito flavor. I know of a few flavors that exist. Or how I, about chip flavor in general? What's chip your chip? Fl- oh, I'm not a huge as, fan. Because... UK people are like, 
They're called crisps. crisps. <laughs> yeah. They're not called crisps. <laughs> They're called chips in America. Made what do they call so you know Pringles are like the crisps. What do the uh the UK people call Pringles? Do they call them crispes? Do they they cause those are crisps. How do you differentiate? It's, uh it, paradox. Very they nice. They can't answer it. It's like what happens if you put a uh like a what's it called? A van sneaker on the back of a cat. Because van sneakers always land. You know, they bottom st- down. Oh yeah, they always land like yeah. that. But cats always land on their, on feet. their feet. So, so if you which tie way it is it gonna down? Which way is it gonna <laughs> land? Mm-hmm. How heavy your it just creates a can. black hole. It does. Yeah, <laughs> I figured it out. Time travel. Yeah. Um. So one thing I don't like. I can give a very broad category. Aside from Takis or the Dorito brand of Takis, I don't think spice and chips belong together. I don't like the flaming hot Cheetos. I don't like the hot Doritos. I don't like the 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 hot barbecue potato chips. I don't think that I don't enjoy the chips spice need to be a on the cool spi- snack on the side. They need to be just there's more nachos, had nachos today. We and you put nachos. habanero sauce on them. So but what are you what are you talking about? I'm talking about if the chip was flavored habanero, I would not be happy. But I will gladly add, that's what the salsa is for. The spice should be wet. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting very passionate about this. I did not know I had well, these I threw opinions. a wrench in there yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm just going to hammer it out. Um, I don't like sweet chips. Okay. Uh, there's such mm. thing like some people like, oh, what are they called? What are those thick pita chips? Okay. Some people will dip like pita chips in something sweeter. I know what you mean. Um, or just anything sweet going with chips seems wrong to me. Like, I am not a fan of like putting. Is pretzels or chips? I don't uh, think pretzels are chips. No, they're pretzels. But anyway, if I don't want to put a uh, even if it's a plain tortilla chip. I don't feel drawn towards dairy. I feel drawn towards like vegetables. Vegetables. It's just, Peppers. it's the wrong mix. So any sweet chips, but I can't give a good example. What about lime chips? I say those have a touch Ooh, of sweetness. I have an example. <laughs> we got Indiana, what's it called? Popcorn Indiana last week. Yeah. Yes, they were, they, they weren't the worst. And yes, it's popcorn, but I don't really enjoy having fudge like drizzled on, on my popcorn. I prefer more savory. I like There's salty, okay. salty stuff. But not spicy for me. So I guess if we're gonna, if I'm gonna have to go specific with <laughs> chips, we're getting very. I'll go with Doritos. I don't really like the original flavor of Doritos, and I'm fine with saying That's that. That's fair. Purple they're not bag the, all the way. They're not garbage. Purple bag all the way. All right, we. I'm bringing back the segment million dollar idea, and cancellation of the day today. Mm. So I just got to quick throw a couple things in there. First off, cancellation of the day. Amazon, I've been noticing on their trucks, they have like that box you're excited for oh, is you in were here. Ranting about this I, earlier. I know I couldn't contain it. Uh, or, or um, you're you're so happy that like smile, your package is here. What if you're ordering something that is just absolutely mm, heart wrenching? Yeah, your uh, your casket or like your uh, what do you say your cremation, cremation kit? kit? These are you're exactly ordering, what ordering I thought a ten of. pack cre- cremation <laughs> kit. And they're too expensive, but they're the only ones available, so they mark them up in price. Same thing. You're not breast happy milk. about that. When breast oh. milk was on a shortage, I feel so bad because people they have to keep their babies alive, but they have they just get charged through the roof. That makes me so sad. Yeah, like because they can't. Yeah. say they can't get breast milk themselves, so the baby needs a specific type. Right, or the uh, the diabetes things that are overly priced. Insulin, insulin. Yeah, those are way. And you're like, like oh, you want to live? Do you want your baby to live? Do you want your child to live with diabetes? Three hundred dollars. Like they're like, like money, 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 yeah, money, money, money. Yeah. So it's like that. Amazon is hyping up. Like usually nine out. I mean, probably most people are happy about what they're getting in their Amazon package. I've gotten a lot of Amazon packages. I was pretty happy about what was in them. I was excited. I was looking forward to them. Uh, were the things that you ordered in them? The things that I ordered were in them. Yes. Good. Yeah. So I was happy, but I am getting offended <laughs> for the people. Who are ordering sad things off of Amazon like their cremation <laughs> kit? I think Wait, we what? should stop Is advertising. The cremation kit 
pre-cremation or post-cremation? <laughs> Both. <laughs> the oh, entire process. <laughs> you are cremating. You're doing that at home. That's terrible. <laughs> Cremate your own. Body. It's just some like sad thing you have it's to something, buy. Right, something sad you have to buy. I think we need to get rid of the happy slogans on the back of the truck. What if that one person is oh so sad to order this, and Amazon's like, "Yay, it's here! It's coming sooner than expected." <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> yeah, I think we got to quit overhyping this. So canceling Amazon, I'm going to save my million. That's a pretty hard cancellation, honestly. Just for that, yeah. I know. That means we're canceling your music service. We're canceling your TV streaming service. We're canceling your favorite TV show. We are. Anyway. You know what else we are doing right now? What are we doing? We are the hosts of the SchmitzCon show. My name is Asher Conlon. My name is Joshua Schmitz. And this has been the SchmitzCon Show. Thanks Thank for listening. Stay informed and, and always, always loop, loop back. In terms of content, <laughs> uh, I feel like there's something I was trying to get deeper into. Like there's some other thing I could have addressed, but I couldn't think of it. I couldn't put my finger but on what we're I trying to I felt like we covered a good amount of scenarios. It was a decent around podcast. It was different than I expected. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy.